We're just getting started. Hi, it's Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, episode 500, our essential tips and tricks. Can you believe it, Kelly? I really can't because, you know what the saying is, time flies when you're having fun. Well, it certainly has been fun. I can't believe we have 500 in the can, as they say. Amazing. I really am so grateful for you, Anita, and I'm so grateful for the community that we have built here. It's wonderful. Well, I appreciate you so much. You're such a great partner to work with, uh, hardworking and extremely talented. And I appreciate all of the listeners. You are what make this show a show. Worth doing. <laughs> Otherwise, a show. that's right. We just call each other and talk on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I just call you. I, it's just that's what makes the show. And we do hear from from you. Thank you so much. We get emails, we get reviews, and it's just such a joy to hear that this is making a difference in your lives and we're encouraging you. And that's what this is about, is to really encourage people to love their homes again and to you know, fix the things that are bothering them about their homes and to just get up to a place where they are excited to get up and be in their home. We have covered so many topics, but that is definitely our overarching message is we want you to love the home you're in and make it your own, and find joy there for yourself and whoever else you're sharing the home with. And I liked what Anita said last week, because we've been so excited about hitting our 500 milestone, and we started talking about it last week in episode 499, so I hope you all listen to that one. But she said something, she being Anita, she said something that really hit me and made me feel really good, is that what we've been creating here is really a gift to our our listeners. And we are so happy to be able to give you that gift, but you're, you give us the gift back. You know, it's this reciprocal thing that's been so beautiful. And we are very grateful to our sponsors, our, our partners and brand partners and whatnot, because we couldn't bring a show of this caliber to you without them. So we had something else that we wanted to give to you. We want to have a giveaway for this special milestone that you're sharing in with us. And so what we'd love you to do is just give us a little gift in return. We would love a review on iTunes because they are so important. No matter if you have five episodes, 500 episodes, or 5 million episodes, they really help get the show noticed. And the giveaway prize is a consult with Anita and I, where you can discuss any of your design dilemmas, issues, questions, or just chat with us. And then we're going to announce the winner and we'll use your iTunes handle, whatever that is. We're going to announce the winner on January 12th during episode 504. So you've got some time. You don't have to be doing it while you're trying to decorate your Christmas tree or have guests in your home. But if you would just take the few moments to do that, we would really appreciate it. Okay. So now did you grab your champagne flute i did it's a little early here but i don't mind (laughs) so all the way from texas to california (laughs) (laughs) cheers to us and cheers to everybody thanks so much for listening so let's talk a little bit about christmas and the holidays have you been decorating anita um i have but 
refer to our episode decorating light <laughs> that's what i've been doing uh, this year i'm down to just one tree you know we had to clean out our attic a few months ago right when it was the hottest here really i pared down my christmas stuff and also evie has her own apartment so it was like hey you want this you want this you want this so i pared it down to really it's just stuff for two trees one for the dining room one for the living room but i just put up the living room tree and it was great. And here was the fun thing. I put them in, the, we cleaned out the garage. So everything went in the garage rather than back in the attic. And I've labeled the bins. So it was so easy to go in there and just pull the bins for that tree and then put them back. I didn't have to go in the attic. I cannot tell you how much happier that made me. And voila, the tree was up. And you're enjoying the season just as much yes. as you've had. Well, even trees. more so because I'm not spending all my time doing that. And I think that might have been a perfect day for you to clean it out because if you're sweating and you're hot and you just don't even want to be up there and you're really not feeling Christmassy at all, that was the perfect day to do it because then you can be ruthless. I was ruthless. I have been doing a lot of greens this year, probably more than I've ever done before. I was on a blog tour, so <laughs> I haven't written a blog post in a long time. It was really kind of fun. So I'll put the link to the blog tour and my post in the show notes, but it was a blog tour called Christmas Inspired by Nature. And there were so many great ideas and inspiration from all the people that were on the tour. And I had to come up with all organic, natural things to share. So it was a wonderful way to to kickstart my very low-key natural Christmas decor. I'm and I'm loving it. And so I have a tip if anybody is also going that route and having a lot of cut greens or even flowers you could use this for, but they wouldn't last as long. But the greens really last a while. I like tucking them in places, uh, not necessarily being in a vase or in water. Mm-hmm. But what you can do is buy these little floral tubes. You've probably all seen them if you pick something up at the florist, you know, whether it be some a corsage or something like that. Sometimes they have them on the bottom of them. But you can just buy packs of them. And so I did that. And with the various greens, whether cedar or pine or whatnot, I clipped them to the appropriate length, you know, on an angle, and then filled up the tubes with water, tucked them in. So I have greens spilling out oh. of some grain sack stockings that's actually hanging behind my, my sink in my kitchen where I usually have a piece of art. I have another stocking with that going on hanging from a doorknob. And then I tuck some greens into those and sort of slid them behind some pitchers and a stack of plates in my kitchen. So it's a great way to make your greens last a lot longer. So I'll put a link to the ones that I ordered in the show notes. Well, a great idea. And I've seen a lot of wonderful Christmas greens and plants at Trader Joe's if you have one of those near you. The other thing I do is I have the Spode Christmas dishes. You know, I I love my dishes. So that's the other thing I do at Christmas time that my family really enjoys is that I get those dishes out and we use them for the entire month of December and through uh, New Year's. That's so smart to use them for the whole month because a lot of people might just like I would think, just use them for Christmas Eve, maybe Christmas dinner, maybe New Year's Eve if you're eating at home. But I love that idea of using them all month. I, that's brilliant. I don't have that set. My mom does. For years, I would you know, buy her like the soup tureen and the butter <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, she was, she was collecting all the pieces. But I don't think she ever thought to use them for the whole month. I think that's a terrific idea. Right. And I don't have a lot of the accessory dishes but you really don't need them. If you have the white, you know, some white bowls and 
That's what I love about having some white bowls and serving platters and whatever, because those go with all my different dishes. So, you don't. it's great having all those. It's wonderful. But you really don't need to if you don't want to buy all those. Well, you know what? If my mom ever gives me her stuff, <laughs> I'll give you the extra stuff. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk about essential tips and tricks. I mean, they're all super important. But some sort of bubble to the top. Some are our favorites. Some we couldn't live without. Some, if we were put on the spot and asked for a decorating tip, these are the ones that would pop right out. Am I right, Anita? Yeah, I, I picked my favorites. And some of these, well, I think these work for just about any room. But uh, yeah, there's a few of them I think that, yeah, they're really, really critically important for sure. Hey, you know what? Before we get into these critically important tips, we do want to tell you something else that's super exciting that hasn't happened yet as we're recording this, but will be happening, hopefully, and plan to happen on December 15th, the day you can listen to this first, the day of the actual 500th episode of Decorating Tips and Tricks. We are putting our show on YouTube. Now, it's not going to be- I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. And I'm really got to get going and do it because I'm the one. Anita did a lot of the background work for it, but I'm going to actually be uploading what we have created to YouTube. So I have to get working on that. What will happen is periodically, we're thinking a couple times a month, we will be putting some of the most popular shows. It's not going to be all 500 episodes. And we are not going to stop podcasting and move over to YouTube. We are just augmenting. We're giving you another way to listen and enjoy the show. But it's not just going to be a podcast on YouTube that kind of has this, you know, the lines, the audio lines. Anita has created a beautiful video of photos of our homes that will run for the entire length, if not more, of all the shows that we upload. So you'll get the audio of Decorating Tips and Tricks, and you will get these beautiful images to take a look at. And we're not speeding them by. You can really take your time and look at the images, get a sense of the room. You know, if we're talking about scale and balance and giving some other tips, you can really look at the room and kind of dissect it, which is, I know, what I like to do when I'm looking at uh, interior design magazines or books. Yeah, I can't remember how many photos I did, but it's, I think, a couple hundred. Oh, easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be a great way to tune into the show. And as we said, it's not going to be every single show and it's not going to be in keeping with the new shows. So we'll be putting shows that have already been in our catalog that are already out in the universe, adding these beautiful images to them and uploading them to, to YouTube. And I know so many of you tell us over and over again that you go back and listen to the shows again. So this might be a fun way to have it. Or to share it with somebody one of your friends that might enjoy the podcast, because I can't tell you how many times I run into someone who says, well, I don't really listen to podcasts. But if you think the information is helpful and you want to share it with a friend, then you'll be able to share the YouTube channel, the YouTube videos, uh, and the podcast. We're everywhere. So we'll have the link to that in the show notes for today's episode. And hopefully all goes well. And we are up there on YouTube on December 15th. Okay. You want to give us your first essential tip or trick? My favorite, favorite tip of all time, and that is to photograph your room. Like right now, go photograph your room. And because I think when you photograph your room and you look at it later, you're going to be able to see things and notice things about your room that you don't notice when you're walking in the room. 
you, that's when you notice that things are off balance or things are, maybe it's cluttered or something, one thing's not working with another thing. It's amazing how much people notice in the photos that they don't see when they walk in the room. I found that, but we've had readers and listeners contact us and tell us they've had the same experience. But the reason I'm saying go ahead and photograph it now before you even start is because you want to see what the problem areas are. So start before you make any changes. And the other reason is so that you can document your progress. I think it's fun to have pictures of your room over time to kind of see how you've grown as a designer, as a decorator, and to kind of also show maybe the evolution of the room. And it may be that you want to go back to a particular look, or maybe you can't remember how you did a bookcase. You can look at that picture and see exactly how you had things on the bookcase if you want to go back to something similar. It really is such a helpful tool, and I enjoy looking back. And it's kind of funny, too, looking at some of those old photos where I thought the room, my room was the jam. And I look <laughs> at it and go, really? That yeah, but it so probably was then. Just things evolve and you evolve. Yeah, and, you know, there you go. things get better all the time, right? Uh, I'm sure that's it. Absolutely. One of, if not the top tip. And we do hear this over and over again. In fact, remember, we just did that consult the other day with Jill, and mm-hmm. she said she took pictures and couldn't believe what she was seeing compared to what she would visualize or take in or what she thought she was seeing in the room, right? It's an amazing way to get another perspective on your spaces. Really great tip. And I didn't used to do that until Anita shared that tip. And I do it all the time now. And I also do it for the other reason that she just said, if you you do create something you really like and you have to take it apart for whatever reason, even if you're just cleaning a bookshelf or something, my bookshelf that I put in my living room, that's where we put the Christmas tree. And I had sort of different season things. I even, I think I had a piece of coral on there or something. And so I took a photo of it before I took it apart and then Christmas-sized it. And now I'll have the photo, I'll scroll through, and I can put everything back exactly where it was because I really do like the way it looked. And then you'll remember how you did the Christmas decor for next year. Oh, right. I have to take a picture of that too. Okay. Yeah. One of my all-time favorite DTT tips is live and work with a limited color palette. It makes your life, your home, your designing so much simpler and really so much more beautiful. So it doesn't have to be neutral. It can be whatever your color palette is, but make sure that you limit yourself to just about three, maybe a fourth, a very small percentage of the fourth uh, color could work. But I think three is the magic number in so many ways in decorating. And I think a limited color palette of about three is perfect. And have it so then you can do another one of great Anita's great ideas that maybe she's going to talk about this too, is and then you're able to move things around from room to room, from floor to floor, and it all works together. You're absolutely correct. I so agree. And that really is the secret to making things work together. If you if you look at a room and you wonder why does this work together, usually it's the color that unifies it because you have different pieces in there, different things, but the color unifies it. If you go with a limited color palette, that's going to instantly make it feel cohesive and you can go with lots of color, but I'm gonna call that an advanced skill. If you've listened to all 500 episodes, you're advanced. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. I mean, that is what we hear 
listeners say is that they didn't feel confident before listening, but now they feel confident. And to me, that's the biggest high five of all. Yes. That means we're doing our job. Yes. And, and that it does feel so great when we hear that. So what's your next one? Well, my next one is bigger, fewer accessories. Yes. So this is going to fix that cluttered look. Go big at this home. Is kind of, yeah. So just a few large accessories. This is what we see happen so much with clients is that they have the small little accessories, small things in the, on the table, and then they look at it and go, hmm, it doesn't look right. And then instead of changing it out for something bigger, then they start adding more and more. And then the, before you know it, it looks like a junk shop and there's just too much stuff on the, the tabletop or the dresser top. The mantle. Or the mantle. And it just doesn't look good. So take all, if that's what you have, take it all off and just put a few large items there instead. I just had this happen with a client. She had a beautiful painting over the mantle. And she's like, there's something wrong with the frame. Should I have it reframed? And it was a beautiful frame and it was a beautiful painting. And she's a lovely mantle, but she had all these little things on either side of it. And I said, do I have a minute here? She's like, yeah. I said, let me take all this stuff off. I took it all off. I made her stand back and look. She's like, oh my gosh, it looks so much better. She didn't need all those little things. She couldn't even tell what they were. And it certainly wasn't doing anything to enhance the frame or the painting. Just sweep them away and everything looked better. Yes. In fact, I think that's what we do a lot when we have consults is half of it's kind of stuff to move out of the room and not necessarily stuff to put in it. I can't tell you how many times we've saved people money because they didn't really need to buy something. They just needed to move something out of the room or maybe rearrange it. So it's amazing how much money we have saved people. And it's so true. We should probably do a podcast all about that. How we can save you money by decorating your house. (laughs) Well, that's right. Because we've had clients, I, I, I can't even name them because I can't even remember how many times we've done this, but they'll have a whole list of stuff that they want to buy. And we'll actually say, you know, why don't you just do that? You don't need to buy this or that. In fact, I think with Jill, we were talking about replacing something and we're like, no, keep it. You're great. Let's just paint it a different color. Right. right. Or take such and such from another room and bring it in here and try it out. This is a great time for me to jump in and let you know who is bringing decorating tips and tricks to you. Lush decor pillows, runners, and bedding are making my home so beautiful. The black and white runner and pillows look so great with the pops of red I've put around the house for the holidays. And the bedding, well, it making my daughter's room absolutely princess-like. Like us, Lush Decor inspires your inner designer with curated looks and carefully crafted collections that take the guesswork out of styling your home. They're a one-stop shop for every room, no matter your personal style. Lush Decor has something or some things gorgeous waiting for you. I received those gingham round pleated pillows that I was swooning over. They're even better looking in person, and the Sherpa pillows are so soft, as well as this gorgeous white bedding bundle. So head to lushdecor.com slash podcast and use the promotion code decorating to save 35% off. And you can feel even better about shopping at Lush Decor because a portion of the proceeds of many items goes to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's lushdecor.com slash podcast and use the promo code decorating to save 35%. I never leave my house without my birdie and you shouldn't either. 
Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to use, easy to carry. When you activate your Birdie with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. So keep it handy. Wallet, keys, phone, Birdie. Never leave the house without them. And unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, Birdie is of no danger to you. You can feel confident to use it without the worry. And the alarm comes in multiple colors and has a brass key ring so you can attach it to your keys or bag. There are hundreds of thousands of Birdie alarms out there in the universe, and they have thousands of five-star reviews. So join the flock today for a safer tomorrow. She's Birdie is offering DTT listeners 15% off your first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash DTT. That's she's Birdie spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash D-T-T for 15% off your first purchase. Hello, Bonafide, and so glad you're here. Bonafide offers natural solutions for a woman's perfectly natural symptoms. Bonafide's mission is to provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat the natural symptoms that occur throughout their lives, from PMS to menopause, postmenopause, and everything else along the way. Bonafide believes every woman deserves relief without compromise. No hormones added and no prescription needed. You can receive 20% off your purchase when you subscribe to any product at hellobonafide.com using the code DTT for 20% off. That's Hello Bonafide, H-E-L-L-O-B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E dot com. Use the code DTT for 20% off. Bonafide believes every woman deserves relief without compromise. And the clickable link will be in our show notes. Holiday magic is filling the air and so is our new sponsor, Scentfill. Scentfill invites you to decorate your air with the first and only 100% natural scented oil plug-in refill. All natural, just the way we like it. Lavender, eucalyptus, and so many other scents. I have a scent fill plugged in to the warmer in my barn, and it is filling the air with a delightful Santo scent. It's fabulous. You choose your favorite, you snap it into the plug-in, and in minutes, the air smells divine. And now that it's all natural, there's no reason not to go for the safety and convenience of a plug-in. And you're going to receive 10% off your order and fast, free shipping. Head to scentfill.com slash DTT and use the promotion code DTT10 for 10% off your order. That's scentfill, S-C-E-N-T-F-I-L-L dot com slash DTT, promo code DTT10 for 10% off. We love Ana Luisa jewelry for their gorgeous designs and feel good about wearing and giving Ana Luisa pieces because of their sustainable practices. And now there's even more reasons to love Ana Luisa. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. More reasons to love because you'll get 10% off with our special code. The price is already wonderful at Ana Luisa, starting at only $39. And with collections released every Friday, there's always something new at Ana Luisa. That's Ana Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Now shop for yourself or those on your list and save 10% off. Head to shop.com. 
AnnaLuisa.com slash DTT and use the code DTT for 10% off. That's AnnaLuisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Shop dot AnnaLuisa.com slash DTT and use the code DTT for 10% off gorgeous jewelry. Our families can't get enough of the delicious treats from licorice.com and pretzels.com. My personal faves are Australian blacks and the garlic parm pretzels. Each website has an amazing collection of over 50 gourmet varieties and flavors that you are going to love. And know what? They make the perfect gifts too. I received the licorice collection. It was packaged beautifully in red and black in these three canisters. Perfect for gifting. You wouldn't even need to wrap it. Pretzels.com bakes micro batches of their 50 plus gourmet flavors. And the flavors include chipotle cheddar, brick oven pizza, Mediterranean style, and blueberry bourbon. Licorice.com has over 50 premium gourmet licorice varieties from around the world, including candy cane, Finnish red, Dutch rainbow sours, and pina colada shorties. Order these amazing holiday gifts for your family and friends from pretzels.com and licorice.com today. You'll get 20% off your order, but only when you use our code DTT. So go to pretzels.com and licorice.com today and use the code DTT for 20% off. Millions of people have improved their mental health and their outlook on life with the help of BetterHelp. BetterHelp is convenient, affordable, and professional online counseling. It is not self-help. If you're suffering from anything that's impeding your happiness, whether it be job stresses, family issues, grief, anything that is stopping you from living your best life, the counselors at BetterHelp can assist you in getting back on track and being the best you you can be. BetterHelp is there for you day in, day out, because it's online counseling. So take charge of your mental health like so many millions of others have already done. Head to BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-T-T to receive 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp dot com slash D-T-T for 10% off your first month. My next thought is something black. Mm. People are hesitant to try black. I love black. I wear a lot of black. I live with a lot of black in my house now. So I'm super comfortable with it. If you don't have anything black in your rooms, it doesn't have to be big. It could be a small something or other. It could even be a grouping of three frames or something like that. It could be a basket that's painted or you spray paint black. Just try it because again, you know, we're giving you our favorite tips and they're favorites for a reason because they really work and also favorites, as we're saying to you, we've heard them come back to us in a positive way over and over again. How many people have said to us, you know, I never tried something black and I'd heard that, but I didn't think it was true or I didn't think it would work in my house. And man, did it make all the difference? It's so easy. My mother used to paint landscapes, and that was something that she always told me, is you need lights and darks, and it doesn't really have to be black, although black is a great way to do it in a room. But if the painting has all lights or all darks, it just doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it needs both to give it some balance. And so, right, if you have a room that doesn't have anything dark in it, it's just going to feel a little too ethereal, and it's not going to feel grounded. So... Something black or even something dark is going to make that room look so much better. 
add something vintage or antique to each room. And this kind of goes along with what we've talked about before in that you don't want your room to look like you bought everything at the same store on the same day. Uh, That's great for a hotel. It's not so great for a personal home. You want your room to feel very personal to you. You want it to feel very unique and collected over time. And how do you do that? You do that by adding some antique or vintage pieces. They can be accessories or furniture or both. It doesn't have to, you don't have to fill the room with them, but maybe like an antique clock or maybe a vintage bowl. You just need a couple of pieces in there and that's going to add it, give it some character and some warmth. Absolutely. I'm going to add into Vodacast, that really cool podcast player, a few images of some of our favorite antiques that, uh, you know, we have in our homes. It can be as simple as an aged terracotta pot. It doesn't have to be an elaborate Swedish clock or a, a beautiful antique table. A it, wood bowl. Yeah, a wooden bowl. Just something that is really, truly vintage, really, truly antique, not like distressed and then, you know, off the shelf at TJ Maxx. Those things have their place, but that's not what Anita's talking about with this particular tip. This is really going to ground your decor too. It makes such a difference to have something with a little history in your rooms. And it really will elevate your decorating, elevate your style. Absolutely. My next one is sort of a sister or cousin tip with the limited color palette is create flow throughout your house. So you have your color palette, whatever it is, and then you want to see those colors repeated, I believe, through your entire home to differing degrees in the various rooms. So some room might have uh, more 60% of, say, if navies in your palette of the navy. Maybe a bedroom just has 20% of the navy, but it's showing up somewhere. And that is in each room. So almost like you're connecting the dots, you're seeing the color, or even if it's a pattern, you're seeing the pattern connect in that room. It really is very pleasing to the eye. It's comforting. It's calming. And then you can, again, advanced maybe, or you you just take it out of one room and you continue into the next. So how is that color going to show up in this room and to what percentage, to what degree? And it can be a little, the shades could be a little bit different, but you're seeing it again. And so the whole house has this cohesive feel. That's what makes the room feel like it belongs in the house. The rooms flow. It feels predictable in a good way so that it, it works together. Because if you have each room look very different from the other rooms it's jarring and then it goes into the situation that you talked about where you can't shift furniture from one room to another and I can't tell you how many times I've needed to move something from one room to another but it was easy because there was a similar color palette and design in those rooms but also it's kind of fun to move things around and that's easy to do when it all flows and it just makes it work together it's 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 a pleasing effect and it it i think it just has a calming effect too oh yeah for sure and that is what we're going for right i mean we Mm -hmm. want our homes to be beautiful but we want them to be a sanctuary we want everyone to feel peaceful in their homes so 
having the flow is really going to get you like 75% of the way there. Absolutely. And my last tip is to use large rugs in your rooms. We've talked about how the too small rug looks skimpy. Uh, but when you use those larger sized rugs, it looks luxurious. It it gives the room more pattern if it's pattern. Uh, it just feels good in the room. So if you have a decision to make between which size, always go to that larger one. I think you're going to be much happier with the room. I know it's more expensive, but it does make the room look better. And if that's a problem, we've talked about going with a large sisal underneath and then the smaller patterned rug on top. Balance. Balance is so crucial. Sometimes it's harder to fix and it might not be a quick fix, but you definitely know it immediately when it's off. Everyone will. You don't have to have listened to 499 and a half decorating tips and tricks. You don't have to be a designer. You don't even have to like design. You know, a a human being knows when a room is off balance. It's just like if, if it was a ship and it was lilting to one side or the other. If you've got too much heavy furniture on one side of the room and not enough on the other, your room is not balanced. If you've got a giant sectional and a big TV on one side and then a little chair and an ottoman on the other side, your room is not balanced. I mean, I could go through zillions of incarnations of what a room could be like that is not balanced. Check your rooms. See how you feel. Give it a discerning objective look. If it's not balanced, start to think about if you just move things or you can bring something from another room and put it in that room, see how that feels. Or you may have to decide to purchase like I did for my living room, which was not balanced. I did this bookcase and it made all the difference and the room feels really great now. So balance is really important to feel good in the room. And you know, it's interesting. You don't necessarily need furniture to balance it, but artwork can also give that visual balance. Yeah, yeah, If you have something tall on one side of the room, Mm -hmm. you can go with a large piece of artwork or something, you know, that goes up pretty high on the other side. And it's amazing how that balances it. But that is definitely something that we see a lot. And I so agree with you that it is something that people will notice. They may not know how to fix it, but they can definitely tell if things are off. In fact, I would say about design in general, Most people, when they walk in a room, can tell you if it's working or not. A lot of times they don't know how to fix it, but they know if it's off. Yeah, there's rooms that you walk in and you just get all the good feels, right? And there are other rooms just like, ugh. People like us and people who really love design will be able to figure out what the problem is. Maybe not even right away, but they'll be able to figure out, is it the lighting? Is it the balance? Is it the scale? All these things could be off. Or it could be a couple of different things or a lot of things. But anybody, kids will know. Yeah, and they might not be able to verbalize it. It might not be something they even think to verbalize it. But it's how you feel in the room. And that's what, this is why we're doing all of this, right? Because we love feeling good in our homes. And we want you to feel good in your home. So this is what all these tips are about. It's not, you know, how much you spent on a pillow or or, you know, what fabric you're using or, or anything, or if you're using Faro and Ball or if you're using Home Depot paint, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there, really. The bottom line is we want you to feel 
wonderful in your home. So I hope all these tips really has helped. Yeah, I agree with you so much. It's not about the price tag. It's not about what you paid. And so much about good design really has nothing to do with what items so much are in the room, but how they work together. That's right, honey. It's not what you got. It's how you use it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes, you are correct. So I am going to put a lot of the things that we talked about, images with regard to a lot of the things we talked about today in Vodacast. And if you haven't checked out Vodacast, it is a super cool way to take in your podcast. And we'll have a link to this episode that is on Vodacast in the show notes. I thought it'd be a fun time to mention some of our favorite episodes that Kelly and I really enjoy. 483, How to Create a Timeless Look because we love the idea of having classic design where you're not having to throw everything out every year and start over again. So I think that's one of our favorites. And the next one that we really had so much fun doing was 460, How to Get the English Country Look. Wasn't that a fun one? 460. What a good time that was. (laughs) But we will have links to all of these in the show notes. So these are just episodes that if you're new to us, and you haven't checked out yet, you're definitely going to want to if you're enjoying the show. And if you've already listened to them, heck, they're worth a second listen. Go ahead. Right. And one more I wanted to mention was 424, what we would talk you out of. Oh, I love that one. I know. I know. So these were all some fun And talk about cost savings. We talk you out a lot of things that would cost you a lot of money, I think, in that episode. So that's a great one to listen to for sure. So again, we'll link those all in the show notes. And, you know, we were talking about the giveaway, which is, you know, going to be open to all of you. All you need to do is leave a review on iTunes for us and we will find them and we will announce the winner on January 12th during episode 504. And I think Anita picked out a couple of reviews that we really enjoyed. So we wanted to acknowledge the people that have uh, done those and we're, we're so grateful to you. There were so many lovely, wonderful reviews, and honestly, I wish I could just read all of them. We read every single one of them, and we take every single one of them to heart. So thank you so much for everyone who says such lovely things and shares a little bit of themselves in the review. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. And this one is uh, The Girlfriends I Want in My Life was the title on this one. To be honest, interior design is kind of intimidating. When I was growing up, it seemed like it was reserved for wealthy people. But times have changed, and these ladies make it feel accessible for everyone. They give great advice without being hoity-toity. I love that word, which is what often scares me away from other interior design podcasts. I'm a fan, and I love their company while cleaning house and doing other projects that make it look its best. And I love this review because it's someone who feels like this has been helpful to her and very accessible. Definitely not (laughs) hoity-toity. No, no, no. I don't think you can get that from what we say. And then the second one I wanted to read is called My Love Language. And this is a recent one. These ladies are speaking my love language design. They are fun and playful, always make me laugh, and I'm always learning from them. Hello, tips. (laughs) This is a great show for anyone who wants to make their home be more personal and fabulous, like having a decorator as a best friend. Can't recommend this show enough. Listen and enjoy. I think I'm tearing up. Thank you so much. That was really beautiful. I know. They're just so wonderful. Okay, let's uh, get to the DTT to find. Oul de Boeuf. 
which literally means the bullseye. So if you're speaking in English and you say bullseye, I mean, what do you think of when someone says bullseye? Uh, darts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what we think of. In English, you think of a, a target and the bullseye is right in the center. And that's what you want to hit with your uh, arrow or whatever, or gun or something. But bullseye in French in design is referring to a particular type of curly mirror or window in French design. And it kind of reminds them of the eye of a bull. Of a bull. Uh, oh, yeah, de boeuf. That's right. So that's what that is. And they're really beautiful mirrors. Uh, I have one. And a lot of times they're done in zinc. So what's your crush today? I am so excited about my crush. Over the moon about this. And it was one of those things where I kind of fell down a little bit of an Instagram rabbit hole. This woman who I follow, I love her account on Instagram. She mentioned she was part of a uh, featured in a book. And so I went over to see, and then I discovered the account and the artist behind Museum Bees. The artist is Trace Mayer. He is out of Louisville, Kentucky. So what Museum Bees is, is little works of art. Trace takes frames from the 1800s and you can picture them gilded with different relief and maybe an ebony all different kinds of vintage antique frames and he creates very small frames out of them like a background like he'll take say the four corners and i think that's how he puts them together and then he creates a work of art in relief by putting different adornments on it like it started out with bees so I ordered three bees, and I ordered one for my mom. Don't tell her if she's listening. It's a butterfly on this mm. vintage frame. So again, I, I'll put a picture in Vodacast. I will link his Instagram and his site in the show notes. Very reasonably priced for a work of art, like they are with these vintage pieces and whatnot. And they're all on the small side. So they're all like three by four two and a half by three little gems. Absolutely stunning. So I got three of them to run down vertically between the two oval mirrors in my master bath. Okay. I found them. These are so <gasps> charming. I knew you would love, oh, love, yes. love. Definitely check out Museum Bees. And they're not all bees necessarily. There's some horses and, as I mentioned, butterflies and other dragonflies and, and different uh, other animal horses figures. Horses and dogs. Yeah, and dogs. Yeah. And I think he even did some uh, letters at some point, but mostly bees. And hence, that's the name of the business. But absolutely beautiful. And talk about having something different. Nobody, nobody is going to have the same museum bee that you do. Oh, that would be fun to have in your foyer as somebody walks in your house. When they see those, they're going to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm in a very interesting house. This is going to be fun. My crush is not something so visually appealing, but it is a food item. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so predictable. But this is, this is a very uh, unique product. It's called Einkorn Flour. Have you heard of it? No. Well, uh, I heard about it on culturedfoods.com. 
And this is a flower that is the original wheat flower from, you know, from the beginning of time, basically. Oh, no. I have heard of this. It's the only unhybridized uh, flower, wheat flower that you can buy. You know who uses this in their products? I I listened to an interview, the woman who started Jovial Foods. That's who makes it. Okay. Yes. Okay. I did hear about it. Yeah. So uh, apparently, I mean, and this just is going to annoy you if you didn't already know this. It really annoyed me when I found out about it. You know, they hybridized our wheat that we eat several years ago because they wanted to increase the output, the yield. Well, the problem is what we're eating now is not what somebody ate 100 years ago. It's been hybridized and not in a good way. It increased yield, but it's causing all these problems for people. There's, uh, I mean, I won't get into it because I know this isn't really a... Because this is a fun episode. (laughs) I know, I won't get into it, but basically because it's hybridized, they've made it, they've added this kind of extra kind of gluten that is the kind that causes problems for people. And that's from the hybridization. So if you're gluten sensitive or you're gluten free, you can probably eat this flour. I bought some, I have not tried it yet. But I'm so excited to try it. So I have uh, several bags. So I, and I actually got some from the culturedfoodlife.com. I got her sourdough bread starter and, the, and made a loaf, which I sent you the picture because I was so excited. Oh, that is a work of art. I'll include a link. A lot of people swear by this stuff. So Awesome. That is good to know. Okay, let's down that champagne and give each other a giant five across the miles thanks everyone so very much truly 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 we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you and remember we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time